This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to the mom room. What am I going to say here? I'm not in my usual spot, but if you're not watching on YouTube, then you don't even know that. It has been such a busy few weeks, and I think I'm finally starting to get a little bit run down. I was like, oh my God, look at me. I'm I'm not getting sick, and everybody else around me is getting sick, but I'm not getting it. And then last week, my husband was really sick. He actually stayed home from work for one day, two days actually, which never happens. Like he will go into work half dead if he has to. So that was, you know, I was like, wow, he really is sick. Um, Luckily, Milo and I didn't get it. But now all of a sudden, woke up at one in the morning with a raging sore throat, took NyQuil, fell back asleep. But now I'm all like stuffed up and not to give TMI, but let's be honest, that's what I always do. I know when a cold is moving into my sinuses because when I blow my nose, it's like yellowy instead of clear. Like I have crappy sinuses I have for years. I know that. Every night, like a ton of snot comes out of my nose when I lay down. It's really messed up. And I went to an ENT and he actually put a camera up my nose to look at what was going on because I was like, it's not, first of all, I get chronic sinus infections, which it's really died down in the last couple years because we weren't really exposed to germs over COVID. Obviously, we were like staying inside of our houses. And then Milo doesn't get as sick, knock on wood, anymore now that he is almost five years old, but for the first few years of daycare, when they're initially being exposed to all those germs, it is like sick nonstop. And so of course I would catch whatever cold he was bringing home. But then for me, it would go into my sinuses and I would have a full-blown raging sinus infection for weeks when for Milo, it was just this basic cold. So that was an issue. And then also like if I'm doing yoga or at night I lay on my side to read my Kindle, my sinuses will like drain. It's like I can feel an alien in my skull like draining through my sinuses until it comes into my lower sinuses to be able to blow out or quite literally if I lean back on my back it'll go down my throat. I'm not even kidding you. So I used to do yoga all the time. And this is something that happened after I had sinus surgery, which maybe the reason I don't, I'm not up all night. The reason I initially got sinus surgery was because it would keep me up at night. Like my nose would get all stuffy and like irritated and I would constantly be blowing my nose trying to clear it out. And I, it would literally keep me up. I would wake up to like 40,000 used Kleenexes beside my bed. It was nuts. So since I had the surgery, that doesn't happen anymore, which is great. But now I have this weird like situation where if I lean to the side after not having leaned or like clean, cleared out my sinuses recently, 
like an alien will move through my skull and I'll have to like blow my nose out. And it's a wild amount of snot. Like I'm just going to say the word snot. It's insane. But when I start to get sick, usually it's clear. If I get sick, it starts to turn yellow. So I went to go see an ENT not that long ago, maybe like a year ago, two years ago. And he put a camera in my nose in his office, which it's so uncomfortable. Imagine getting the COVID test where they put it up your nose and you're like, oh my God, Jesus Christ, times 10. Like he puts this thin little thing all the way up your nose, like with a camera on the end so he can see what's going on. And he was like, yeah, because the the sinus drainage thing that I was explaining only happens on the left side. Like there's nothing on the right side at all. And so he was like, yeah, on the left side, your sinus cavity is completely open as opposed to being like a smaller entryway, if you will. I don't know. I don't know the medical terms. So obviously when they did my sinus surgery, they like opened up my fucking sinuses and didn't close it on the left side. He's like, it's not a big deal. It's not harmful. But that is why you're all of a sudden getting like this massive drainage of snot when you like lean over. And I was like, okay, well, at least I know what's going on. But it's awkward. Like sometimes if I'm getting a massage, let's say, I'll like lay down on the table and then I can feel like snot, like dislodging in my brain. And I know as soon as she's like, okay, time to flip over. I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to swallow this like basketball sized snot bubble like and be totally normal, act like nothing's happening. So anyways, that's my sinus issues. So now usually what happens when I get sick, it's like starts with a sore throat, then it goes into my sinuses and then maybe I'll get a cough. Um, So I'm hoping I can just nip this right away. I'm going to try and take care of myself, really like pound vitamin C. There's also something called St. Francis Immunity Rescue or something that my naturopath told me about. We have it for kids. So Milo has one. Let me see. I'm just looking it up. St. Francis Immunity Booster. St. Francis Herb. Anyways, look up St. Fran- Francis Deep Immune. So they have little tinctures that you can put in your kids' um, juice or water or whatever, mix it up. Don't put it in water for kids because it doesn't have a pleasant taste. But if you can mix it even in like yogurt or applesauce, if you think they're going to come down with a cold, highly recommend. And then also I'm pounding vitamin C. I have liposomal delivery vitamin C, which is like a liquid form that I put in my Athletic Greens from Symbiotica. Then I also just take regular uh, vitamin C capsules. I pound them. And guys, like I'm not a doctor. Don't like fucking sue me if you do this and you get diarrhea or something. I will take like three to 4,000 IUs or whatever the metric is of vitamin C every couple hours throughout the day. So I am like pounding vitamin C. And for the most part, I'm telling you right now, It will completely stop a cold in its tracks. I've done this multiple times. Go watch the movie, That Vitamin Movie, if you're interested. It's fascinating. I am like a huge supplement person. I don't care. And my husband is so not, like so not, because they're not taught stuff like that in medical school. He's taught, like the thing about doctors, like medicine, 
they are not taught about like prevention or obviously they are knowledgeable about certain preventative measures, um, but they are not in the business of preventing things from happening. They're not in the business of you feeling your absolute best. They're in the business of literally fixing something when there's a problem, okay? That's what they do. And so if you are into like wellness and prevention and feeling your absolute best, um, immunity, that kind of stuff, you're kind of on your own. Like I see a naturopath, um, which helps a lot because I've gotten so many good tips from her and just supplements. Like for example, I was taking this one Omega uh, and I showed it to her. So she was looking at the ingredients label and she was like, yeah, like it's it's good, but like you really want to have a high number in, I think it's like the EPA or the DHA. Like you want to hit a certain number on the ingredients list for that. And mine was nowhere near it. And this is specific for me because I'm focusing on hormones and hormone health and like the stuff that's specific for me. She was like, you would be much better off taking this Omega. And I forget the brand name, but I'll share it on, I think it's by Cytomatrix. My mom also found a really good Omega-2, so I'll share that one as well because the Cytomatrix brand is really hard to find. Anyways, so I can feel my cold getting into my sinuses, so I'm just going to take it easy today. I was supposed to go to this fashion fundraiser event tonight. I was so excited to go. Alexandra and Shane from This Family Tree were going, and we were so excited to hang out, and we were actually going to be models in the show, which was exciting. Like I had to go try on my outfit a couple weeks ago. And now sadly, like I just can't go. First of all, it's very frowned upon to go to events when you're not feeling well and you're sick. Like I know that I'm sick. So what am I going to do? Show up there and be like, hey, like I'm here to get everybody sick. Like very frowned upon. Also, it's an hour and a bit away. Like I would be driving. I've already... Like, I already feel a little bit run down and, like, I'm heading towards, like, burnoutville. So I'm trying to be, like, I'm just trying to take care of myself better, um, if that makes sense. I really have been overbooking myself, just saying yes to everything, which is great and I love it and I so enjoy it. But that's the tricky thing. Like, when you enjoy what you're doing so much you're inclined to just say yes to everything. Like you just want to like go out and meet people and like take advantage of all these opportunities that are coming your way. And where do you draw the line? You know, because at the same time, I want to take care of myself and do things like have a bath every once in a while and, you know, like get my nails done or put on makeup and go for dinner with friends, visit family, So I don't know, even like just FaceTiming my mom during the day. Like I used to do that all the time. Like, hey, what are you doing? Like just like, you know, bugging her basically. Um, Yeah, like what do you think I should do with my, uh, with the new backyard in the house that we're moving into? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't do that anymore. I'm just like work, 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 work. Like so focused, like from the time I get back from school drop off till the time I have to like run out the door to go pick up Milo. It's like nonstop. I've also been trying to pre-record a lot of episodes so that I don't have to record with guests in the summertime 
because I want to have the flexibility to be able to travel, to go up to my parents' place. I would like to spend as much time as possible at my parents' place. But again, we're moving in July, so we'll see what happens there because obviously I'm going to want to get our house set up and, you know, unpack and organize and do all that kind of stuff. So... It's just a lot. I forget where I was even going with that. But yeah, just uh, decided to pull out of the fashion show. Take it easy. I booked a vitamin IV drip at my naturopath's office for this afternoon. Um, I'm hoping that will, you know, push me into better health tomorrow and for the weekend. We shall see. I will document the experience. I've never done it before. I always see celebrities doing it. So I'm like, I want to do that. Let's see if it works. Let's see if I feel better or like feel like a superhero after this IV drip. A lot of you were so invested and like I I can understand why it's like such a crazy roller coaster to us. So invested in us finding a house and that journey. Oh my God, I've never driven so much in my life. It was like, oh, a new house came up for sale. Like, let's go see it instantly. Drive an hour to Guelph. So this is the journey of this real estate process. So we sold our house before we found houses that we wanted to look at in Guelph, like seriously. So that was kind of nice because, you know, in the GTA, is Guelph the GTA? I don't even know. It's like the less conditions you have on your offer, the more uh, appealing it is for the people that are selling their house. And so many people were like, oh my God, you're not putting an inspection as a condition. And I was like, I know it's fucking crazy, but that's literally the world that we live in right now in this area, especially when you're competing with other offers. You know, if somebody has conditions and then the other person doesn't, the sellers are going to be like, yeah, fuck that. I'm just going to go with this offer. So we were able to waive the condition of having to sell our house, which was huge. We were looking at houses. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. 
use as directed. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there, and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. The first house that we put in an offer on, and like, thank God we didn't get it because it was in Kitchener, no offense, Kitchener, but driving through Kitchener, I just like didn't get a good feel for it. Waterloo was different. Waterloo felt more like Guelph, but I don't know, like, I don't know if I didn't see the right areas of Kitchener or just like the houses that we went to go look at were in like less than desirable neighborhoods. And by less than desirable, I mean like they're nice family neighborhoods, but just not what I was looking for. It was houses like crammed in, like right next to one one another, no trees, construction still going on like it was just very um bleak like very bland neighborhood but anyways we found this house in this neighborhood in southern Kitchener and the house was perfect like the layout of the house and 
the aesthetic of the house. They did the inside of the house so well. Um, It was a new build, but they obviously made a lot of custom changes to the inside. A lot of a lot of new builds now have these uh, living areas on the second floor, which is so cool. Like you can have four bedrooms upstairs or a lot of people nowadays are taking out the fourth bedroom and just making like another living room or family room. I loved that. Anyways, didn't end up working out, but it also had this beautiful pool in the backyard. It was a tiny ass little backyard, but the whole thing was like this beautiful pool with like landscaping and stone and stuff and an outdoor fireplace with a TV. It was really, really cute. And we were like, okay, we could do this. Like initially we were looking for a house that we would never, not never, but you know, our intention was not to move in the next five to seven years. But then as we started looking at houses and things like that just weren't coming up, we were like, you know what? Well, then maybe let's change our our like mindset to finding a house that we'll be super happy in for like five to seven years. And then if we find our dream home and we want to move to like a more like a house that has a bigger property and privacy, then we'll do that. So once we made that mindset shift, then a lot of other houses became appealing to us. So we loved this house, like the inside and the neighborhood was bleh, but we were like, okay, let's put in an offer. So we put in an offer and that night we found out like we ended up losing that house, but we were like, we, we, we figured out that we lost it when we were driving home from looking at the house. And so they, my husband was like, oh, like, I'm curious to see what it sold for you know, when they, once they list the selling price online. So he is like such a little detective. So he checked to see what it sold for like the following week or whatever. And it was like $5,000 more than what we had offered. And the realtor that was listing the house was the realtor that she, her clients are also the one that bought the house whose offer was accepted. This is the second time that that has happened to us in our real estate life because initially we put in an offer um, before we moved here. We put in an offer on a house in another location that was like dream house. It was so cute, like the backyard, the neighborhood, like we loved it. And then again, we ended up losing that house for like $5,000 and the listing agent was also the agent that sold it to her clients. And we were like, "Mm, how interesting. And realtors are supposed to disclose that information if there is like a conflict of interest and they're representing both the, the seller and the buyer for obvious reasons. Just insane. But you know what? I'm kind of happy that realtor was like a little shady bitch because we are so much happier with the house that we got now and we're going to live in Guelph, which is where I wanted to be. And so, yeah, it was meant to be. But thank you, shady bitch. Then this is another real real estate story. So we put in an offer on this house. It was like a new build. It was like right at the top of our. No, this is what happened. We all of a sudden this house was listed and I was like, holy fuck. Like this house is in my dream neighborhood, my favorite neighborhood of Guelph. 
literally down to the corner. My favorite fucking street of the neighborhood, favorite corner of the neighborhood that I love. So we go and see it and like there were some downsides, but it was pretty much a new build. It was built like a couple years ago. So beautiful, like the curb appeal, the yard, the trees. You guys know I'm obsessed with having trees. Like you look out your window and it was just like trees. I was like, oh my God. So I could walk my little school. Like it was just the best. So we went to go see it, put in an offer right away. And they were like, okay, like we knew there would be competition just because it was such a beautiful house in a desirable neighborhood. And we put in like our top offer and then the realtor came back and they were like, oh, like there's a couple from Toronto that is also putting in an offer and their offer is a little bit higher. Like, do you guys want to improve your offer? And we were like, okay, so we improved it, but we were like, like we don't really want to pay too much more than this for this house because it still had downsides and wasn't like ideal for us. So anyways, we ended up losing that house because there was a rich couple in from Toronto that had no kids that we were competing with. So lost that house and we were like, oh, okay, like whatever, wasn't meant to be. So our second choice at that time was this brand new build, not a massive house, but like it's bigger than the house that we're in now, which is not like a positive because I curse this house every day because I can't keep it clean. It's too much. Like it's cluttered everywhere because nothing is like organized. It's just too much space is not always a good thing. And we're three people. Okay. We don't need a lot of space. So anyways, this house was huge. The bonuses was it was brand new. Every single finish that they chose was exactly what I like. It was in Guelph. It had two spare bedrooms in the basement. So one of them I could make like a sick studio. Uh, It had an office space on the main floor. It had the second living space on the second floor instead of having four bedrooms. It was like three bedrooms with that beautiful laundry room. Like it was just beautiful, massive mud room. The downsides were the neighborhood. Like again, it was in a neighborhood that was like under construction and we would have a tiny backyard with no privacy and there was no trees and so that was a downside also the price it was again like at the top of what we wanted to pay for a house so all of a sudden after we lost that one house the house like we had gone and seen it before this like big new build they dropped their price and we were like oh And we knew that they were in a pickle because we went to an open house for that house initially. And the realtor told us that, you know, because like we were like, why has this house been on the market for so long? And honestly, they started it. They listed it initially like way higher than what it was listed at currently. And then you saw like every few months, like they would drop the price, drop the price, drop the price. Uh, And it was a vacant house because the couple that built it were from the city, Toronto. And during COVID, they were like, oh, let's build a house in Guelph and like move out of the city like everybody else decided to do too. But then when the world went back to normal, they didn't want to move out of the city anymore. So they now were carrying two mortgages, their house in the city and then this massive house, new build in Guelph. So they really were motivated to sell the house. So we were like, you know what? Like, it's not perfect. Like, there's 
there's like it's beautiful but you know we're running out of time like we literally need to find a fucking place to live uh or i'm gonna start looking at rvs soon and park it in the walmart parking lot uh but anyways i was like okay let's put in an offer so we put in a lower offer like we went in slightly lower with our closing date we're like let's just put in an offer see what happens like there's lots of positives if we get this house in my mind i was just like i want that fucking studio in the basement um so anyway we're like we'll be happy here like we'll be happy here so we put in that offer and then they came back to us and like we know that they have to sell the house like they're in a pickle they come back to us with no like compromise on the price they like scratched out our offer put the full list price again and then asked for a month's earlier closing date which like we had told them we can't move in June because our house is closing in July so like this is our closing date and we know the house is vacant like they can be flexible on closing it's just they're carrying two mortgages right So anyways, zero negotiations. And then the realtor comes back to us and says, if they're not going to get full asking for the house, then they're just going to sell their house in Toronto and move to Guelph and live in this house. Basically trying to say like, don't come back at a lower offer because we'll just move into the house if we don't sell it at this price. So like when they said that to us, my husband and I were like, uh, okay, like, do you want me to call movers for you? Like have fun moving into your house. Like we don't care. So then we thought about, it just like hit me all of a sudden. I was like, oh my God, remember that house that we saw so long ago? It was one of the first houses that we looked at in Guelph. I loved it. Like I was obsessed with it. It was in that neighborhood that I'm obsessed with and it was a custom build. They like tore down an older house that was there built a custom home it was perfect for us like three bedrooms um the downside was the basement had really low ceilings and there's no designated office space so i was thinking about it in the bathtub and i'm like you know what let's also it's significantly less than that brand new new build um that i was talking about So I was like, you know what? Like this house would work for us. It's in the neighborhood that we want. It's beautiful. Um, We can make it work and live a happy life in this house. The backyard's gorgeous. We'll fence in the backyard. And then somebody that follows me, it is Little Blue. I want to find her exact name so you guys can follow. because in my mind I was like maybe I can just build like a little studio slash office in the backyard but not thinking that like like I, I didn't have like a vision of what that would be I was just like oh maybe my dad can come and like you know build a, a box in the backyard that I can set up in so then this girl that follows me you don't know how many like I love you guys so much like literally this girl like made us decide to buy this house fuck I can't find it okay one second little blue so the Instagram is little blue design house so at little blue design house they build office spaces in people's backyards and they are gorgeous like so freaking beautiful and so she messaged me on Instagram and she was like oh if you are considering like building an office or a studio in the backyard like let us know like we can work with you blah 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 like 
so cool. And so once I saw that, I was like, I started to see the options that we would have. Like maybe we put in a little pool and like have a an office space on the back. And for the time being, I can just set up a desk in the main living area with my iMac and then record downstairs. There's a den and a bedroom. So I can just record, set up a little studio in the den because the basement is set up to be an apartment, which is good for us because we don't use our basement currently. It's literally just where guests stay when they come stay with us. By guests, I mean like our parents. So if our parents stay with us, they have a bedroom, they have a full bathroom, they have a little living area, and they have a full kitchen downstairs and laundry. So that's kind of nice. So anyways, I was like, you know what? Like, fuck these people. I'm just gonna like, let's spend significantly less on a house, do the backyard up beautifully and live life, like plan a Disney trip and live life. Because that's the thing. I didn't want us to like to spend like, yeah, that house was big and it has a ton of space, but like space that we don't use. I would rather be like, oh, Harry's playing in LA next week. Like, Meme, you want to go? And like spend my money living life instead of paying a mortgage. So I'm really freaking excited. So we move in June. It's in the neighborhood that I wanted. We're going to put up a fence probably right away and like jazz up the backyard. I'm just so excited. I want a sauna. I would love to get a pool, but we shall see. And I have trees. So that's the biggest, uh, that's the biggest win for me is trees. So yeah, that's that guys. Um, I was going to talk about other things today, but maybe I'll save that for next time, like bedtime battle stuff, or maybe I'll do a live with someone bedtime battles. And then also Milo has this thing now where he barely eats dinner, says he's not hungry, not hungry, not hungry. But then before bed, it's like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And I'm like, well, then eat your freaking dinner. Like you didn't eat your dinner. And he's like, no, I want a yogurt. I want a granola bar. I'm like, you can't live life off of yogurt and granola bars. Like, good God. So anyways, we've been dealing with that. Um, But yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. I'm happy I got this out. I'm going to go relax and watch Vanderpump now before my next meeting. So thanks so much for listening. And I hope your children sleep tonight and eat their GD. That means goddamn dinner.